Hello, welcome to Lisa Express Podcast. My name is Elizabeth Akunyeli, and here I strive to help you become your most whole self. Here I try to help you become your holistic self, sexually, mentally, and emotionally. And so today I'm going to be talking about trauma as culture. Trauma as culture. It is not abnormal to hear hurting people hurt others. I mean, we've heard that over and over and over again so much that we're beginning to think hurting people is normal. But it's not. Hurting people is not normal. Hurting people hurt people, yes. So what happens if we already have a society full of hurting people? They have to make a conscious decision to heal. Because if they don't, we have culture. But it's not culture actually, it's a bit trauma transferred as culture. UN statistics shows one in every three girls will be a victim or has been a victim of abuse in some way, whether sexual or verbal or physical abuse or domestic violence, one in every three. That means if we have three million women in a particular geographical location, it means one million out of them are hurting it means one million out of them will replicate their hurt or rather those one million women have the capacity to replicate their hurt whether on the people they date the children they give birth to the people they marry or the people that simply live with them or come around them so let me paint a picture for you if a girl gets raped at say 12 or 13 let's not be too minor let's not go too low say 13 and she gets pregnant first of all she's dealing with the trauma of the rape and now she has to deal with the stigma and the trauma of pregnancy at that age then comes the biological shock of her system because her system wasn't ready then comes the biological shock to her bones her ribs carrying a baby that whole process that whole sharp change happening internally then comes her family's uncertainty on how to handle the case should they cover it up should they blow it open should they um confront the person who victimized her should they go to court with this case can they handle the societal stigma or will they just bury it so that they don't have to deal with all that drama but in burying it, they don't give the young girl justice. And so she's not just hurting from the rape. She's hurting from not being given justice. She's ashamed of herself. She's feeling victimized. She's uncertain where she stands with her family. Her body is going through random changes. And now she has to raise another human being. When she doesn't even have her own values set in place. And that is assuming she has a family that is supportive by the way so if her family is not supportive and they're asking her to abort the child when she doesn't want to abort it because she thinks she's fragile or her family is kicking her out of the house or they're saying oh give birth to the child and give the child away that's another emotional tussle entirely what happens when that young girl begins to grow up is that she experiences a severe lack of trust then comes the trauma in her sex life where she doesn't enjoy sex because she's terrified by it and in handling that fear she goes on two separate extremes 
where she can either run away from sex completely or she goes to sex every time she's down. Either way, she has an unhealthy relationship with sex also. And this is aside her inability to trust other people as family members because 70% statistics show us that the people who have access to hurt us, who have access to abuse our children, or our fam are people who know us, like family members, friends, family friends, etc. Now, this is me just painting a story from the perspective of the girl child. I haven't spoken about boys. Boys are severely abused victims, just like girls are. While we do not have enough statistics, we've been able to engage with a few people and we know that boys are also victims of abuse from their nannies, their teachers, people who touch their sexual organs without their consent before they even realize that, oh, this person is touching my penis. They don't even know what it is. Boys getting abused by homosexual uncles who tend to rape them. And here, because they've been raised as boys to never speak up, to man up, they swallow their trauma they never report and only one out of ten boys will report according to some statistics one out of ten and that one will most likely not get justice so again he's growing up without the feeling of being fought for he's growing up with the feeling of not being good enough the feeling of being victimized and so if we're honest with ourselves that every nook and cranny of society is someone who is hurting and in order not to get hurt, they say once beaten, twice shy. In order not to get hurt, people begin to set up fences, begin to set up defense. They begin to set up rules and regulation to prevent themselves from getting hurt. And sometimes they pass on these rules and regulation to their children. So generations before now, at least the generation that raised millennials in Nigeria, they would tell you, that you don't eat when you are at people's places we grew up with our parents telling us not to eat out and even when they're telling you eat now there's there uh, there's that eye looking at you like try it if you not die when you get home i mean that's a regular nigerian thing i don't know where you're listening from and what the culture in your place is but you find out as you grow up as a, as a person that your parents were like that because of the traumas they experienced when they were growing up people getting poisoned so someone has a malicious intent towards your parents or someone is angry with your parents and they cannot confront your parents or they cannot deal with your parents directly so what they do is poison the child and kill the child and so in order to deal with that trauma to defend themselves from that trauma they began to raise kids who didn't eat with their neighbors kids who didn't talk to their neighbors kids who were forced to stay indoors and that began to give birth to another set of problems children who were abusing each other nannies who were taking advantage of the children because obviously they're not letting the nanny or whoever is the guy taking care of the kids they're not letting him or her go outside and so because they are not going outside they have no sexual relations no social relations outside and they take out their sexual frustration on the kids i'm not explaining it away i'm just giving you possible explanations and what that has done is with the way our parents raised us we took lessons from the notes and we're like oh we're never going to do this we're never going to do that we're never going to do this i'm never going to be this i'm never going to be that and we keep listing other things we will never do never experience never let our children feel blah 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 but in listing all of these things do we actually realize that we are hurt already do we actually realize that we are traumatized that most of the things we are reacting to are childhood traumas 
Do we realize that many of the things our parents do and set as rules and regulations are actually childhood traumas now becoming family cultures and family cultures are becoming societal cultures? Some of our parents are domestically abusive. They beat at every twist and turn. And guess what? Some of the teachers in school were raised by those kind of parents who were domestically abusive. And so a teacher thinks he has to be domestically abusive to correct a child. And so domestic abuse has gone from just one person's family to becoming a school rule and regulation. And because the teacher is domestically abusive, they beat and vent out the aggression on the students. Senior students vent those aggression on junior students. And then it becomes the culture of the school. But that culture actually came from someone else's house. And that culture was founded in that house because one of the parents or both of the parents were traumatized and dealing with their own childhood trauma. And so what has happened is we have cultures born out of trauma. If you've listened to any of our content at the Lisa Express Consult, consumed our posts on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, whether it is Wisdom Wednesday, where we are giving couples questions they need to ask, whether they are dating or they are married already, or they're just sexually active, questions they need to ask each other, conversations they need to have. If you followed Wisdom Wednesday, or you're a teenager and you followed Dear Teenager every Friday, where we're putting out inspiring conversations for teenagers to inspire them and get them energized for their life, or whatever content we've been putting out there blog posts videos that you've been following if you've been following all of those things you would realize that the core of what we do is healing and harmony we're trying to help you achieve healing and harmony because if you do not achieve healing as a person you will pass down your trauma to the next generation and the next generation doesn't have to be your kids it might be the child down the road. It might be the teenager you were privileged to have access to. It can be the next teenager down the street who looks at you and says, How oh, I like him. I'm going to tailor myself after this person. It can be your staff at the office. It can be your superior. It can be the way you handle your romantic partner. You will transfer your trauma. I know you're possibly listening to me right now and you feel, Well, I was never raped. Were you ever shouted on? Did your parents ever transfer aggression on you? Did your parents ever emotionally blackmail you to get things done for them? Is there a possibility that you also emotionally blackmail your friends? This, you don't care about me. That thing we do, that emotional blackmail thing we do, we've been irresponsible as friends. We haven't spoken to our friends in two weeks, six weeks, one month, two months, three whole months, six whole months. And then we reach out to this person and the first thing we're saying is, you didn't call me. Did you call them? Whether we accept it or not, we've all engaged with a measure of trauma at some point. It might not be in our houses. It might have been at school. It might even be as basic as the way we resolve conflicts. Some of us cannot resolve conflicts as adults because when we were growing up, every time someone said, I do not like how something was done, there ended up being a very big fight or excessive silent treatment. And so because we are afraid of the fight or we are afraid of the silent treatment, we never address conflict until we choke. That's a type of trauma in itself. 
Some of us are so afraid of our partners traveling away from us because our dads probably cheated on our moms and our moms cheated on our dad or we had our friend's boyfriend cheated on her or our guy's girlfriend cheated on him. And so every time our partner leaves us, we are afraid. We've absorbed other people's trauma. So trauma isn't just what you experience. Sometimes trauma is what you witness. You experience it, meaning it happened to you. You witnessed it, meaning you watched it happen to someone else. Some ladies will never visit a guy because they heard of someone who got drugged or they knew someone who got drugged. I mean, that was something I was raised with. I grew up every single week in my teenage years hearing, Don't visit anybody, oh. they can't drug you, don't say we didn't tell you. And trust me, this is not the way it was said. It was said in that African voice. You don't want to hear it. You literally go out of the house to buy something down the street and they're asking you, who did you talk to? Who greeted you? What did they give you? Because your parents are also traumatized. And so if we do not deal with our trauma, we would pass it on. This whole episode is geared at you having introspection and asking yourself, what am I dealing with? What am I struggling with? What haven't I recovered from? What in my past is affecting the way I love people? What in my past is affecting the way I deal with other people? What have I heard, seen, witnessed, experienced that makes me cut down the way I love, the way I express, the way I show up, the way I am true, the way I vent, the way I am expressive? That's what this episode is about, introspection. Do I need therapy? Do I need a resource material? One of our values at the consult is uh, to never keep you beyond what you need for your healing journey. So if all you need is a session, then a session is what you get. And so sometimes my clients book a session and after the first 30 minutes, I'm sure this person doesn't need to come back again because it was just a simple thing where they can get material, something we've already created or something someone else has already created. So don't worry, when we say go for therapy, we don't mean go for one year therapy. You could just need an hour. You could just need someone to help you put things in perspective and say, oh, you're good in this way. You just need to shift this or you need to check out that or you're overemphasizing this and de-emphasizing that or you're running away from here or you're self-sabotaging at this point. That might be all you need. So at whatever phase you are in in your life right now, there is no harm. In going for a therapy session and saying hey okay this is where i'm in my life i don't know if i have a problem or um but this is how i react to this 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 you think is a problem am i reacting right am i responding right am i afraid of something you want to help someone you want them to help you check how you resolve conflict for example one of my friends fisayo dayo samuel every time i see fisayo's content i'm already checking okay i'm resolving conflict right oh I've gotten better I've improved in the last one year so every time I see her content her content helps me as a person to check out my conflict resolution techniques because that's her area of expertise I'm not an island nobody on the team is an island we are all learning from other people so it's fine if you think oh I don't have trauma in terms of sexual trauma but do you have trauma in terms of conflict do you have trauma in terms of education how does education make you feel? Do you feel you have to have parallel A's in order to be an acceptable student? Do you hate yourself and hurt yourself if you were to have one B out of nine courses? Do you feel undeserving if you don't have enough money? Does that mean you have a traumatic relationship with money? 
do you have a trauma point with conversations are you unable to hold conversations do you have to shout someone down do you find it difficult to listen to another person's perspective was any of your parents like that was any of your elder ones like that was your teacher like that did anybody who you ever engaged with while growing up have that kind of problem then there's a possibility that you've absorbed whatever trauma they were dealing with I really hope this helps you. If you have any questions whatsoever, feel free to email us, go on our Instagram and send us, get in our DM. Obviously, send us a message on WhatsApp, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you can find us. All you need to do is search for Lisa Express C on any of those social media platforms. Lisa Express C. And of course, from our Instagram, you can go to our WhatsApp alternatively just message plus two three four nine zero three eight six eight five nine two eight check out our website to read up on our blog posts videos read inspiring stories by other people at www.lizaexpress.com thank you so much for tuning in and if you have any questions please feel free to send it in bye until next week monday